Welcome back to Aliyah Yomi. Today we're going to be learning the fourth Aliyah Revi'i in Parshas Noach. Our Aliyah is on the topic of human and animal and it runs for 15 Sukkim from Perek Ches Tezvov to Perek Tes Pasuk Zion. Um, the basic summary of our Aliyah is as follows. Hashem tells Noach, and it's actually Elohim, the name of Hashem in justice tells Noach, you should leave the Teva, you and your wife, your children and their children. We now see wives and husbands being put next to each other. So there's a reunion of family life, which has not been allowed on the ark. And all the animals, all the birds, everything is allowed, all the creepy crawlies are allowed to go out to the land and multiply, be fruitful, reproduce and fill the land. Noah goes out, his wife, his children, and he, and all the animals go out, on to, go out. And Noah, first thing he does is he builds an altar, he builds a mizbeach, and he takes from all the pure animals, all the behemoth tahara, and from all the pure birds, and he brings onos, burnt offerings to Hashem. At which point HaKadosh Baruch Hu smells, so to speak, the smell of the offering, and it is a reach nichach, it is a pleasing aroma to him, and he says to himself, I will no longer curse the, la- the land because of man, because I know that his yetzer, his inclination, is bad all the way from his youth. I will not continue to destroy living life as I just did. And Hashem then says a very curious thing, Oid kol all the days of the earth, He lists six seasons which will not be altered, day and night will not rest. At which point, Hashem blesses Noach and humanity and blesses them to fill the earth, to reproduce, to fill the earth. And he's going to place their fear on all of the animals of the earth. And in such a way that Hashem is now allows human beings to eat the animals like they are able to eat the vegetation. But they are not allowed to eat the basar benafshoi. So they're not allowed to eat what is called aver minachal. They cannot rip off a living the, the, the limb of a living organism to eat it. And also, the, the, a person is go, people are going to be held responsible and animals are going to be whole, held responsible. That if there is murder committed against a human being, whether it's an animal, whether it's a human who commits that murder, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says he will seek out that murderer. And we hear this, this beautiful chiasm, that the one who spills blood in a human being um, their blood will be spilled because Hashem created the human being in His image, and then He rejoins Adam to create to to once again multiply and have many children. So there are many points to ponder in our Aliyah. Let's focus on a few of them. This idea of the reach nichach noach bringing this korban and the smell, this play, pleasing aroma. So what is the definition of a pleasing aroma to HaKadosh Baruch Obviously Hashem is not smelling in the same way that we smell it. So the truth is, the following, is that the Rashi in Vayikra Perak Aleph Pasuk Tes defines the Reach Nechach as She'amarti, I commanded Venase Ratsoni, and my will was fulfilled. So it's not about Hashem liking the smell of roasted meat. It's the expression of a human being submitting to the idea, to the idea of a divine force, a Kodesh Baruch Hu, telling a human being to do something and the human being submitting and listening. That being the case, 
if it's a little strange here because this first time that reach nichach is expressed, that the pleasing aroma is expressed, is in the context of there not being a command. There was no amarti. There was no request. There was no command to do this. So, which is puzzling. So let's go back now. And that's perhaps exactly what's going on. Noach was not told to actually sacrifice. But he was told a very curious thing. Bring extra animals of these types. Why would he be told to do that if there's no purpose for it? Noach connects the dots, realizes that Hashem wants him to have them um, on on the table for some purpose, and uses them as the conduit for thanksgiving to the Almighty. When he does this, Hashem smells that pleasant aroma and says, Yes, you understood my omarti. You understood my will, even though I didn't make it explicit. That is a reach a very beautiful moment of a human being understanding what the divine really wanted. Many times in our lives, we have the opportunity of trying to know what Hashem wants. It's not always black and white. It's not so clear. It's very gray. And if we connect those dots, it really is the idea of the Reach Nechoyach as well. Another question is, what is this business with all these seasons that are talked about here? Rashi explains that this indicates that during the Mabul, it's not just that there was a big cataclysmic flood, it was that all time, all celestial spheres stopped. Everything was at a standstill. Creation was halted or reversed. So Hashem is now promising that it will continue, and Hashem says there will not be any cessations in the middle like there were as well. The Malbim, interestingly enough, noticed, and the Malbim is speaking in the 1800s, where there is a rampant discovery of archaeological records, and he says, if you go to many of the areas where it's covered by ice, you'll now see that there are animals there which are animals which actually lived in hotter climates. The Malbim says he has a clear indication that there was a flood because actually the orientation of the earth shifted. That means to say that animals which were in hotter climates now were, are now in, were in colder climates, and that's why perished and were fossilized or frozen in place, indicating that they were in different places beforehand. The Malbim goes even further to explain that the change of climate, the change of daylight, the change of the tilt of the axis, um, or that happened before the flood, it was what ensured that people lived much longer lives, as we saw in the first ten generations of humanity, which changed afterwards because of the climate, because of the conditions upon Earth, which explains why people lived much shorter afterwards. Very fascinating observation. Another question. Why, at this point in time, are human beings allowed to eat animals? Why not beforehand? The Orachama Kodesh gives three reasons why humanity was allowed to eat. Number one is because it was in the zechus, in the merit of humans, that the animals were saved. Number two is he, as Noach, as the human being, saved them all and therefore had rights to them. And number three is is because, in the end of the day, HaKadosh Baruch Hu says, It was because of his korban, sacrificing the animal, which brought about Hashem's Reach Nichach and his willingness to uh, extend mercy upon the world in future. It is interesting to note that the Malbim says that this was actually a spiritual developmental stage where the human being was only a chai up till this point in time, which is the fourth level. It goes doimem, which means an inanimate object, tzomeach, which means flora, then doimem, tzomeach, chai, and the chai is a living organism like an animal. So the human being was really only in that third category and at this point turned into a medaber, being a different life form because it ate and it lived above the animal life forms 
as well. Therefore, this is actually very important because part of the sin that occurred before the Mabul was bestiality, where human beings were having physical relationships with animals. Hashem says, in order to separate in the future, this should not be the case. This is what is happening as well. Um, this is, is a, a check in balance, a distancing created to make humanity realize just how important and different they are. Finally, what is the whole command of that I'm going to seek out your blood? So this comes down to the seven universal laws of humanity, what we call the Shiva Mitzvah B'nai Noach, which I actually already learned out of Pasuk by Adam Arishon. But it is more explicit over here that we hear about Eve Menachai, that is the limb of a living animal, and also we hear about murder. These are two very explicit ones right at this point in time. The other ones, as we know, is they, the, that the commandments are that they need to that the, the, the human beings in the world need to establish courts. They are not allowed to curse God. They have they're not allowed to serve um, pagan entities, immorality, um, murder, theft, and Avaminachai and eating the limb of a living animal are the seven Metsos Benenach. Well, what happens if people arrive at this by themselves? They logically arrive at these conclusions by themselves. The Ramam actually says that that is not in compliance fully with the universal laws because they are meant to be done because they were commanded, not because you logically arrived at them. It's interesting to note that Rav Nissen, Rav Nissen Gaon in his introduction to the Talmud does suggest that they are mostly logical and can be arrived at through logic, but there are those which are not logical, as an example, Aver Menachai, which is something which is not a moral imperative, but is a divine imperative as well. We see this now with the, uh, that human beings are now given a higher standard. They're given expectations, which perhaps they did not have yet. And this is part of the differentiation from the world of the animals. With this, we conclude the fourth Aliyah. In the meantime, have a wonderful and meaningful day.